From Radio K-Man's Newsroom, I'm Shanda Gallego with your latest news. It's been just over 24 hours since police were called out to investigate a report of a sudden death. A 44-year-old man found unresponsive inside a car. It was parked just outside a Bodentown Road business. Emergency services were dispatched as well. The man was pronounced dead at the Cayman Islands Hospital. An investigation is underway, but no other details have been provided as of our news deadline. Cabinet approves the commencement of Parts 1 and 2, as well as Sections 99 and 101 of the Legal Services Act, effective tomorrow. The Legal Services Act was passed in Parliament in October 2020, but was not yet commenced. According to a release by the Office of the Premier, commencing Parts 1 and 2 allows for the establishment of the Council and appointments to be made to the Council, and the Council would then be able to make the preparations and administrative arrangements necessary to facilitate the orderly commencement of the remaining Legal Services Act, LSA, sections in due course. Commencing Section 99 allows Cabinet to make necessary regulations and Section 101 sets forth the savings from the existing act, facilitating the transitional provisions necessary to move the current act to the new Legal Services Act. The Honorable Premier Wayne Panton says the commencement of Parts 1 and 2 and Sections 99 and 101 is an important preliminary step, which essentially brings the Council to life and allows the Council to begin the substantial amount of work still to be done to facilitate an orderly commencement of the remaining aspects of the LSA. This includes the regulations, fee structure, the immigration requirements, operational procedures and disciplinary rules, amongst other things. Meanwhile, it's a green light for new legislation designed to support local accountants. I rise on behalf of the government to present the bill to amend the Accountants Act to update legislative references to enhance the administration of the Act and for of the Principal Act and for incidental and connected purposes. Financial Services Minister the Honorable Andre Ebanks tabled the bill during Monday's marathon parliamentary session. He told MPs these changes are in line with the government's strategic broad outcome of improving Cayman's financial services as an industry, a move supported by the Cayman Islands Institute of Professional Accountants. SEPA has the responsibility in the Cayman Islands for licensing public accountants, registering accountants and accounting firms, and monitoring the adherence to continuing professional development requirements for its members. SEPA's responsibilities, as well as their own goals, prompted their submission of proposals to the Ministry of Financial Services. So what do the changes do? Limited liability partnerships can now be used to structure professional businesses, including accounting firms. Accordingly, the bill takes this step into account and includes limited liability partnerships in the definition of firm of public accountants. Mr. Speaker, the bill broadens SEPA's scope to issue public accountant licenses with conditions. Mr. Speaker, the bill provides SEPA with the ability to impose appropriate conditions on licenses. Lastly, Mr. Speaker, the bill enables a relevant sole practitioner or relevant firm to surrender their registration and for SEPA to cancel their registration under appropriate circumstances. Lawmakers also passed the Limited Liability Companies Amendment Bill, which is designed to boost the work of corporate service providers with regards to LLCs. In addition to the bills, the minister presented the 2021 annual reports for the Cayman Islands Monetary Authority, Cayman Islands Stock Exchange, Civil Aviation Authority of the Cayman Islands, and the Maritime Authority of the Cayman Islands. Many of the young people who have taken their lives 
have done so because they were bullied. Lawmakers passed a bill that requires schools to develop and enforce anti-bullying policies. MPs accepted amendments to the Education Act Monday night, a bill designed to crack down on school bullying across all three Cayman Islands. Education Minister, the Honorable Juliana O'Connor Connolly. Mr. Speaker, it's a very small bill as far as the drafting is concerned, but we believe it's going to make a colossal impact when implemented and associated regulations are put in place for those in the school. West Bay MP Catherine Ebanks-Wilkes told MPs this bill is near and dear to her heart, being one of the principal players in putting it forward. We have bullying behavior, not just in our schools, but in the workplace and many other areas. But I think that this is a great start for us here as the government. She says this bill takes a holistic approach to the problem in an effort to get to the root issue of bullying behaviors. By allowing various agencies such as counselors and Department of Children and Family Services to be involved with all parties of the incidents of bullying. This will hopefully aid in the removal of the bullying behavior by identifying any matter that might cause a student to act out. The changes also give Cabinet the power to make regulations relating to the reporting and notification requirements in relation to bullying, the investigation procedures in relation to bullying, and the form of the disciplinary penalties to be imposed for breaches of an anti-bullying policy. In other local news, more tonight on the Office of the Auditor General's Report Number 3, following up on government implementation of recommendations. Radio Cayman's April Cummings has more. It's one thing to make recommendations, it's another for them to be put in place. The Office of the Auditor General's follow-up reports aim to see where things stand. I've assessed the government's progress with implementing the recommendations in the efficiency of summary courts as read, meaning no or limited progress. Almost three years after making the recommendations, only three, or 23%, of the 13 recommendations have been implemented. All of these recommendations were directed to the government. Judicial administration has not fully implemented any of the 10 recommendations directed to it. This is very disappointing. Auditor General Sue Winspear seems particularly concerned about plans for court facilities and the need to gather more information before any projects proceed. It is almost three years since I recommended that judicial administration consult court users to identify their needs, perform long-term demand projections, and feed this information into the outline business case for the new court building. This has not happened and there is still no outline business case. Without taking these steps, the outline business case for the project will be flawed and result in a court building that is not fit for its purpose. This could result in judicial administration incurring additional and unnecessary costs to modify the building later. You can see the report in full at auditorgeneral.gov.ky. April Cummings, Radio Cayman News. The Ministry of Health and Wellness and the Public Health Department at the Health Services Authority announces its COVID-19 Fall Booster Vaccination Clinic. Details from Radio Cayman's Dion Anglin. A Moderna bivalent COVID-19 fall booster clinic is set to be held on Sunday, October 16th for residents ages 70 and up and frontline healthcare workers. The clinic will run from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. at the Women's Health Center at the Cayman Islands Hospital. Also, those who provide assistance to the elderly and immunocompromised persons in private homes who had their last COVID-19 vaccination or booster more than three months ago are eligible for the Moderna bivalent fall booster shot. Officials are asking residents to also 
also bring their vaccination card or digital vaccination certificate showing the date of the last dose or booster, a government-issued photo identification showing date of birth, and a face mask. The Ministry of Health and Wellness announced the start of the COVID-19 fall booster campaign on Monday, October 10th, and will be rolled out by the Public Health Department in a phased approach to ensure that priority groups are able to get access to the booster first. The first priority group who will have access to the booster as of October 10th will be the elderly residents of care homes, followed by elderly residents ages 70 plus and frontline healthcare workers the following week. The COVID-19 fall booster program will be administered using the Moderna bivalent vaccine for adults ages 18 and over and the Pfizer vaccine for youth ages 16 and 17. The Moderna bivalent vaccine will be administered as a booster only and not as part of the primary series first and second dose. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Dion Anglin. And we'll leave you with this one. The Lions Club of Grand Cayman joins the World Health Organization in celebrating World Sight Day 2022 to highlight the importance of eye health. Radio Cayman's Felicia Rankin-Solins reports. We use our eyes every day. They aid us in our daily lives, and because we can always rely on them, we can forget to show them a little TLC. And for many, eye care isn't always possible. That's where the Lions Club of Grand Cayman comes in. Lions Club Site Subcommittee Chairman, Johan Moxham. Well, I think it's something that, um, forgive the pun, that can be overlooked. You know, you have a lot of, uh, of students who go to school. Sometimes they're not able to see as clearly as they should and unfortunately there are many um, students and elder persons that don't necessarily have the resources or the family assistance to go and get a annual check. Uh, So for us we see it as an invaluable part of our contributions to the community uh, for decades. So for us it's just um, that time of the year where we Some of the support the Lions Club provides is with the Lions Eye Clinic at the Health Services Authority. And later this month, they will hold their annual school site screening. We've been doing it again for decades. We're we're, we're fortunate enough that we have some really good equipment where we can conduct a test of each student in government and in private schools. And effectively, with the help of the resident eye doctor or ophthalmologist, gauge how severe sight issues might be. The Lions Club also continues to collect and recycle eyeglasses. For Radio Cayman News, I'm Felicia Rankin-Zollins. The Lions Club school site screening takes place October 26th, where they'll be focusing on screening grades 1, 2, 7, and 8. That is your latest local news. From Radio Cayman's newsroom, I'm Shanda Gallego.